Welcome to Just Be You with your hosts, Coach John McKenna and Father Jason Parzinski. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes as Coach McKenna and Father Jason discuss how athletics and faith help us to become who God created us to be. And now here are your hosts, Coach John McKenna and Father Jason Parzinski. Happy New Year. And welcome to our first ever show. This is great news. I'm Father Jason, and I'm here with Coach McKenna. It's unbelievable to be here. It's exciting. This is our first show. Um, hopefully, you're going to enjoy what we have to present. But um, I think we're going to go on a great journey together. Yeah, we're really hoping to highlight in our show not just about faith and, and sports, but also to you know, highlight some of our student athletes in our various Catholic high schools in the area, as well as promoting the Catholic Athletes for Christ in which we, we fly this show under their flag. And so it's, it's a great thing to be able to take this initiative and to start this show. It's the first Catholic Athletes for Christ show in the country, um, just as we were the first diocese to have Catholic athletes in our high schools. And so we're, we're marking new territory for the CAC program nationally. I'm really excited, Father. I think what we need to do first, though, is uh, I think people need to know who we are, kind of where we came from, uh, how we started this and everything. So I will uh, concede to you and let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so it's it's great. You know, so being here in the Diocese of Trenton as, as one of the priests here, this last four years I've been assigned to Notre Dame High School as the chaplain there, and it's been great having that opportunity. But when Catholic Athletes was first brought to the diocese, I was actually working in the chancery office. Um, I was the um, assistant to the uh, catechesis department, actually. I was the, uh, forgot what my title was, actually, come to think of it. It's been so long. Uh, it's about nine, ten years ago, before becoming the bishop's secretary. And so it's been an interesting journey for me as a priest, as well as coming into the diocese as a priest, um, but ultimately, I've had a background in youth ministry. Uh, prior to entering seminary, I worked in a retreat center in college. Uh, just working with youth in general uh, has been always been a priority teaching uh, as well. And so uh, working with faith and athletes um, has been a blessing since being at Notre Dame with you, Coach. I appreciate that. Um, I guess if you're going to talk about me, you know, it may take a little longer because I'm the old guy in the group. And... Um, I've been a strength coach for over 35 years, and uh, one of the things that um, when I came to Notre Dame 20 years ago, that I decided that if I was going to put a weight room together, it was going to be a faith-based weight room. And um, for years, we had a program called Foundation of Faith that I would bring the kids together. Did a lot of Tony Dungy stuff, uh, um, who had some great books out and everything, and really worked hard at that. And then about eight years ago, um, the diocese came together with the Catholic Athletes of Christ, and we became one of the groups. So um, I think it's important for the kids to have some type of faith based in their lives and everything. And I think we've given them that. Um, it's important for me. Um, I said on a show the other day, and um, I'm a firm believer in this, is that um, I have one superhero, and that's Jesus. Um, and I think that's the way it should be. That's the way you start every day. And, um, and that's a big uh, belief of mine. And um, I'm a little outgoing about that and everything. I get excited about what we do. But we're doing some great things at Notre Dame with the Catholic Catholic to Christ. And now that we're going to get to do it through the whole diocese, I'm just really fired up. Yeah, and that really ties into, because uh, about a month or so, two months ago, um, uh, Bishop actually gave us a mandate, uh, which has really been kind of a, a unique blessing for both of us. 
uh, is that he he asked us to take charge of the Catholic Athletes for Christ in the Diocese of Trenton and to really cultivate it and bring it to a, a new level uh, than where it currently has been at. And so, you know, right now we have 13 high schools in the Diocese of Trenton, and six of them have active chapters, which is pretty exciting. Um, and the goal is, by the end of next school year, to have all 13 high schools with chapters, as well as to start reaching into the the grammar schools in order to cultivate that sense of faith and athleticism in our younger youth as well as we continue to promote it. But most importantly, what I love about this program, Coach, and why I was so happy when the bishop was talking to both of us about taking this over, is the fact that the bishop recognized that our athletes have a unique position in which not only can they grow um, with a direct connection of, and awareness of their own faith journey, but also have an opportunity to hand it on to others. And I think that's one of the, the unique things that, that you've been doing um, prior to me coming to Notre Dame through Catholic Athletes, and, and now we're going to be able to take to the diocesan-wide level, you know, such as some of the service projects that you've been doing. And I know this past Christmas, um, as we continue to celebrate the Epiphany now, um, there were some great service opportunities at Thanksgiving and, and at Christmas that our athletes participated in. And we did. We uh, the, One of the big ones we did was a, a project called Joey's Little Angels. Um, it's basically a program that um, we have toys brought in, and through uh, Joey's Little Angels, the organization out of Hamilton, they get toys out to different hospitals for kids who are going to be in the hospital for the holidays. And, and don't, don't have any toys and have something to play with and, you know, gift cards, things like that. And uh, we did over 1,100 toys. Um, and it's not about the number. It's about, you know, just uh, our kids really, you know, we either go big or go home. And uh, a lot of gift cards, uh, a lot of cash and everything. And we were a big help to the program. But one of the things that I think you, you touched on that I really uh, think that is important is that I think everybody um, has a platform for their faith, um, and, and it's how you use it. And I've been blessed to get a platform where people actually listen to me. I have a, uh, a podcast, uh, Great Day to be Irish, that I, you know, I highlight Notre Dame Catholic High School all the time, and I do it um, once a week and everything. But it's given me a platform to talk about my faith, to talk about my feelings w- with God. And um, I, I think that's important because um, it's how you use your platform. And I do have a command audience. I have, you know, after school, we'll average uh, two to 300 kids who come through that weight room every day. And then during the day, I have classes and everything. And I don't hesitate to ever use that time to, to spread the word. And I think that's what we all need to do. You, you, you have a great way of doing that in what you do. And I, I think we all have our different ways of spreading the word. This radio station is a great avenue for us now to spread the word a little further. And, and it's spread through throughout the diocese of Trenton to all the other athletes. Because not only is Notre Dame doing some great things, but we have some schools. Like you said, we have six schools right now that are active. They're doing some great things service, you know, the, the, the faith things and everything. Everybody's doing some great things, but I think if we could tie it all together, and I love talking about because, you know, sometimes um, the good, hard-nosed faith kid is like an offensive lineman in football. Nobody <laughs> recognizes them unless they do something wrong. You know, right, we right. got so many people out there doing so many good things that I, I think we can use this platform to talk about them. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the things, too, is when we were over visiting with Christian Brothers Academy and we, we got an opportunity to learn about how they do a lacrosse tournament with St. John Vianney High School and, and they raise money for the charity of the school that is uh, hosting 
and it's a great thing to you know to bring two of our schools together to compete in a friendly way, but also to center around the recognition that this athletic event has the opportunity to become something so much more for those who are in need um, through the different uh, you know charities that we work with as a Catholic church as well as in our communities. And so, so we do have our unique platforms in which we can, can really cultivate our faith. And I think that's ultimately what, what we recognize, you know, in this particular time of year as well with the epiphany that we just celebrated this past Sunday is, you know, the coming of the three kings, the three wise men to pay their respects to Jesus is a reminder to us of the fact that even if we don't understand the faith, which was certainly the case for the wise men or the three kings, that there is a movement of God in our hearts that is bringing us ever closer to the truth. And, and how we choose to respond to that movement can have huge um, ramifications in a positive way in the world around us. And, and we see that through the three kings, their, their response to that invitation to encounter the truth uh, incarnate is, is something that we continue to celebrate and recognize, as well as contemplate how we too can respond to that same invitation. And and I think our athletes throughout the diocese as well as in the surrounding areas are, are doing just that in our Catholic schools. And I think that's one of the blessings of Catholic education is it provides them this opportunity to recognize their platforms. Which brings me to this, this article. I don't know if you uh, caught this article from last month, but it was something that, that kind of caught my attention about uh, this uh, law student, uh, Tyler Gordon, who uh, had the opportunity to do the halftime uh, uh, giveaway contest of the Big Ten Championship game, uh, Ohio State versus uh, Wisconsin Badgers. I don't know if you uh, saw that or not. Coach. I did. Yeah, it was uh, quite interesting. So, you know, needless to say, you know, millions of people turned in and you have this opportunity. And he won $100,000 tuition assistance, which is in its own right is absolutely incredible. And and I think what would go through your mind if you were in his position, uh, I think I would probably be at a loss for words. And what he said was just absolutely striking, I thought. And, you know, quoting him here, as he said, if you were on national TV and a believer and had 45 seconds, would you give praise to God and encourage others to do the same, knowing that you might face backlash? It's an interesting thought that he had on that. And that's precisely what he did. He called everyone to the awareness of God and the importance of God. And I, and I think that's terrific because I believe in his quote. He says, I want to thank God from the bottom of my heart. And if anybody doesn't believe it, I, I, and I'm not reading it exact, but I think he said, if you don't, I pray for you that you become a believer. And, and, yeah. and that is terrific, you know, the power of prayer and everything like um, and, and just doing something like that spur of the moment. That's why, you know, um, we were on the way over. I was uh, listening to sports radio, and um, it's one of the reasons I like Carson Wentz. Nothing about the way he plays football. It's about the way he lives his life. And he publicly claims the way he lives his life with his love of God and everything. And that's why I love those type of athletes. Because, again, we're back to that platform. They have a platform and they use it the right way. This is a young man that had a platform, spontaneously didn't know he was going to be able to use it. And the first thing came from his heart was about his belief in God. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, and I think that's that's ultimately what we're trying to do, you know, at Notre Dame for us, as well as working with the other uh, CAC, the Catholic Athletes for Christ uh, moderators in in our different schools, and and it's exciting to hear how the Archdiocese of Philadelphia is also um, looking at starting up CAC chapters in their schools, because it's it's in the CAC program in the Catholic high schools and hopefully soon the Catholic grammar schools, where we can help 
raise awareness of the platforms these student athletes have, as well as um, the influence that they can have on their peers in recognizing the role that their faith plays in their life. And I think that's important. And I think um, the people need to understand a little bit about our journey with the Catholic Athletes of Christ at Notre Dame is that um, had a strong group all along. But, um, you know, over the last couple of years, our group has grown to be over 300 people in the Catholic Athletes of Christ, um, athletes that participate in our meetings and everything. We do a lot of service things and everything. And we've talked about that. But the big, huge hit last year was we had a young man, Robbie Buecher, um, who's now in the military academy um, for the Army, um, came to us and said, uh, you know, with you and I, we're like the yin and yang, and I think that's what makes us good together. Is it came to us and said, How about a Bible study for our football team? And if you know a little bit about our journey of our football team last year, we had no okay record. We were, you know, so so, but they built together as a team, and I, I really think a lot of it came from those Bible studies, from coming together as a group, believing in each other, believing in that brotherhood. You know, uh, we need each other. We're going to talk about that in a little bit uh, later. But we need each other. And these young men came together and everything. And it it propelled us into Bible studies with other teams, softball, lacrosse, and everything. And um, I think he was the catalyst that, you know, he had that gumption to come to us and say, hey, guys, how about a Bible study? And it worked well. Yeah, and we're we're hopefully going to have Robbie on another episode coming up uh, to kind of go and talk through that. And what's really kind of neat about that, and I, re- I remember when we started that first Bible study, it was kind of an interesting uh, gathering. You know, we encouraged everyone on the team to come, and and where we started and where we are now is, is really quite impressive to think about is the fact that these young men, uh, initially we were starting this as a biweekly, uh, you know, gathering, uh, wanted to do it every week. And, right. and, and I'm still floored by that fact, and I, I just thought that was absolutely amazing. Uh, that these guys recognize the value of what we were trying to do and giving them this opportunity to break open the Word and to recognize the value of, of the lessons in the Scriptures of how we can become better athletes, better people, and more committed in our faith and in, in the lives that we live. And, and that's really kind of a, a unique thing to be able to watch these young athletes kind of grow in awareness of. You know, working with our softball team last year as well, you know, there was some uh, you know, some opportunities for them to kind of work on some some different things that they were facing challenging-wise and to see where they are already. They're talking already before Yeah, they're excited the about this year already, up. yeah. You know, the, the captain of the softball team is already talking about, all right, when are we doing Bible studies? Those were so good, you know, and, and they're already gearing up for it. The lacrosse boys are, are just as excited and have already said, we're doing it every week again, right? And so it, it's, it's really kind of neat to be able to see the um, – the desire on their part uh, to have these Bible studies continue and to continue frequently. And so it goes to show that, you know, although our, our youth may be hard to get into the pews at times, um, God is working in their lives and the Spirit is definitely present. And, and the examples of, of their parents and others in the community and their teachers are having an influence on them uh, in ways that they may not recognize or understand. We talk about this all the time, and I, I kind of look at this like the, uh, the old baseball movie, Field of Dreams. And I really believe if you build it, they will come. And you give them something good, and they will come to you and everything. And I like what um, Evan Collins said last year. Um, not a Catholic. Gone to Notre Dame High School. He said, but you never judge me on who I was. 
but you let me go through my journey and my faith, and I feel closer with my faith now than I ever did. And I think that's important, that we make them feel comfortable. Um, Again, it's that brotherhood. We come together, sisterhood, but they feel comfortable with what we're doing. And it is that encounter with Christ that, that is so fundamental to all of us. And with that, let's take a break for a brief moment. It started like it does for many people, question my faith and question authority. And I feel that the reason why I left was the, the draw of the world. The world was pulling me away. Some people would say, you know, Satan would, you know, Satan was working on me. He did not want me in church. He wanted me to be desperate. He wanted me to have the thoughts of suicide. I started to realize that a lot of the things that I experienced in my life were a result of my rebellion against God and against authority. Coming back to the church is the first step in healing from all of the hurts of the world. I went from being desperate and in despair to finding hope and encouragement for for the future. I'm on God's team. I, I know who I belong to and I know where I'm going and there's nothing that can separate me from God's love. Take another look at the Catholic Church. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Do you want to end abortion? Halt the attack on traditional marriage and ensure religious freedom for ourselves and for our grandchildren? To do this, we must convert the culture. St. Paul Street Evangelization is a grassroots initiative that recognizes this need and takes it to the streets. If you're interested in peacefully sharing the gospel in your area, visit streetevangelization.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Mike Walsh, co-host of Talking Catholic. Every week our show will bring you in-depth interviews with the hardworking people doing the Lord's work in parishes, schools, and ministries. Our increasingly secularized world often makes it easy to forget that we are surrounded by wonderful workers in the vineyard. On Talking Catholic, we will bring you their perspectives on how we can better serve God and our neighbors. Tune in to Talking Catholic on Sundays at 11 a.m. and Mondays at 4 p.m. And welcome back to the Just Be You show. And, and, you know, one of the things I just wanted to highlight, Coach, is, you know, uh, back in November, we had a a great opportunity at the invitation of Ray McKenna, who is uh, is the head of Catholic Athletes for Christ across the country. And he invited us to uh, to join him at the annual Major League Baseball retreat in San Diego, and it was actually quite a bit of fun, despite our uh, massive uh, plane delays, you know, between mechanical errors and pilots timing out and in uh, other issues that that made it end up being a 25-hour journey from door to door getting out there. It's been a long time since I had to sleep in an airport chair all night long, but uh, we got through it. You know, and and the retreat definitely made up for that that really challenging journey to get out there. And, and what was really cool about that time, I thought, was getting to see the enthusiasm that others had, um, especially some of the, uh, the ball players that were there, uh, about sharing their faith. And, Boy, how, how powerful was Mike Sweeney when he walked in the room? And here's a guy that played at the, you know, at a high-end level in the major leagues and everything. And, you know, he's coming up, giving you a hug. And he's one of those guys you felt like you knew him your whole life. 
just for those because and it was that faith thing that you know, hey, we're all men of faith here, and, and that just brings us together right away. And it just wasn't him. Everybody was like we. The one high school out there was unbelievable, and how they're following a lot of Joe Ehrman stuff and everything um, w- w- was amazing. But Mike just really impressed me because he had that presence when he walked in the room, and he was just in love with his faith, uh, in love with the Lord, and it just showed, and he and he spread it to everybody. Yeah, it, I mean, it was it was hard to not be inspired after he talked. I mean, the level of energy that he had. You know, the other one who really kind of impressed me was actually uh, was Trevor, who's the starting pitcher for the Pirates. I was I was really impressed with the way that when he talked about his faith, that you could tell that it wasn't just a subject he was being asked to talk about. But it was genuinely a part of who he was as an individual. Right. I think one of our goals is we're going to try to get him on this show because we get him out in Pittsburgh to get him on the phone to come talk to us. But I think people would be really impressed with um, even on the phone. I think he'll he'll, he'll come across with just that that, that real genuine uh, type of, uh, you know, the person he is and everything. Yeah. You know, and it was it was at this uh, annual uh, MLB uh, Catholic Athletes for Christ retreat that that we had an opportunity to talk about doing this radio show and being able to have the uh, the discussions with Ray McKenna about what this would look like and what we would hope to uh, accomplish through this show and and ultimately our our goal, uh, if I could summarize it and correct me, uh, you know, if I'm missing something, Coach, is really to. Uh, bring the greater community into awareness of what we're attempting to accomplish through the Catholic Athletes for Christ organization in our Catholic high schools as more and more chapters um, spring up in the different schools across the Diocese of Trenton as well as into the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and the surrounding dioceses. You know, it's a great opportunity for our youth to engage the faith through the athletic programs that they participate in and to be able to understand the platform that they've been blessed with in order to to contribute back in a number of different ways that they might not thought they had the ability to otherwise. And I don't think you could say that better, Father, because I think right now in this day and age, there are so many bad things. You turn on the news and your head hurts from hearing all the bad news and everything, where we're going to spread the good news. There's so many good things happening in the Catholic schools nowadays, and with our, our athletes, our Catholic Athletes of Christ, and just the general things that go on in the schools that are never talked about, that's what we're going to be. We're going to be that light that's going to talk about about these good kids that are doing great things. And you know what? They're not doing it for the recognition. They're just doing it because it's the right thing to do. You know, and I say this all the time, and I know you get tired of hearing it. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about others. And our kids with the Catholic Athletes of Christ in the uh, Trenton Diocese realize this, and they do things for others without that recognition. But we're going to give them that recognition. Absolutely. And I think that's also part of why we chose the name that we did for this show, the Just Be You Show. And in part, it's, it's because of that whole idea of recognizing who God created us to be. We were created in His image and likeness. We were given particular gifts and talents and, and attributes in order to be Christ's presence in the world around us. And it's, it's through being who God created us to be that we can not only continue His mission going forward, but we can also have a true influence on others. And that's great, but yeah, just think about it. If we were all the same, how boring would it be? It would just be totally boring. You know, you wouldn't even want to get up in the morning because we'd all be like each other. We know we're going to each other do. I like that everybody's unique in their own way and they're special. And everybody has their special little things that they can bring to to the world through God. You know, and that, that brings us almost to the end of our show. And so we'd like to leave you with a uh, final thought here. And our scripture verse 
for the show today uh, that we'd like to leave you with is from Proverbs 27, verse 17, which is, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. It's a great verse to contemplate and to reflect on as we all recognize that it's through our friends and through our relationships and our family, as well as our church community, that we grow stronger in our faith as well as in our awareness of God's presence in our lives. And so we need to look to one another to grow stronger, to become more committed, as well as overcome the challenges that we face. After all, as Henry David Thoreau said, no man is an island and neither are we in our faith. And so it's important for us to, to look towards Christ and to look towards one another. And so as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And um, you know how much I believe in this, Father, because I've got this painted all over the walls in the weight room at Notre Dame, is that I think we need each other. Um, I think I'm effective, but I think I'm more effective when I'm with you. So we have a brother, you know, I have a brother together, and we're doing things. And then we now add the radio station. Now we're more effective. Um, athletes, when they're going through problems, anybody, they're going through a problem. How nice it is when you have a brother you can trust or a sister you can trust that you can talk to. We all need each other. And, um, you know, the trust word comes into to play and everything. But it is so important um, to do it, get in this together. Teamwork. We talk about teamwork all the time. This is what the great teams have. You know, they, they believe in each other. They, they, they sharpen each other. I'll never forget um, when, I, when I had a chance to train Gary Brackett play, when he played for the, uh, the Colts. And he talked about... Uh, Dungy's major theory was that if I was a starting middle linebacker, my job was to make the guy behind me as good as me. So if I went out, the team never suffered. And, and you know, that sounds like a great concept and everything, but, but athletes nowadays, you know, who wants to train the guy behind you to get better to, to maybe take your job? Nobody does. So that if you could buy into that, and if we could buy into that as a school, as a world, can you imagine if we could get the whole world to buy into that kind of concept that we're just trying to make each other better as a team? We want to work as, together as Team USA. We wouldn't have to hear all this bad stuff on the news all the time. It'd be a whole different place. If you'd like to reach out to either Coach McKenna or myself, Father Jason, you can reach us at justbeyou at rescueteam.com. That's our email for the show, justbeyou at rescueteam, one word, dot com. And as our final thought for the show, I believe, Coach, you have a challenge for us for this coming week. Look, all, what I want to do is challenge everybody is find somebody. Just go out and be nice to people. Um, I think that's what we're missing here. Um, we've lost that thing about being a good person, about being nice to each other. I want to challenge everybody uh, for this week. Go out. Find somebody that needs your help. Go out and find just somebody a pat on the back. Hey, you did a good job. Hey, come on. You know, I'm with you. You need me. I'm here for you. But let's go out and change things. Let's make a difference. Uh, you know, every day. I, I wake up, I say, I want to make a difference in one person's life today. And that's what I'm challenging everybody to do. Let's go out and make a difference. And there's no better way to end the program than with Coach McKenna and I signing off for today by reminding you to just be you. I was raised off of Route 3 Out past where the black top ends We'd walk to church on Sunday morning, race barefoot back to Johnson's fence. That's where I first saw Mary, on that roadside picking blackberries. That summer I turned.